Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I am a therapist on mission to bridge the gap between mental and emotional health and faith. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Now remember, these episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your own therapist. Last month, we did a series all about Jesus and therapy that y'all loved, and I'm excited to bring to you our new series this month that's all about burnout. Now, I believe that the Lord put this topic on my heart to process in these talk therapy sessions for a couple of different reasons. The first one's personal, and it's because both my husband and I have experienced it in different seasons, and Honestly, it almost took us off track from our callings, and thankfully it didn't, but this is why I want to bring a topic that I just personally do not feel like is talked about enough. The other reason I want to talk about it is because I counsel a lot of people who suffer from it, and they really didn't know that's what they were suffering from until they get into the counseling room and we start to talk about some things and we are able to put words to what's happening with them. And then last and definitely not least, (laughs) I'm just honestly tired of watching the enemy take territory in an area that could be avoided and prevented. And so I'm excited to dig into this topic. I wanna tell you really where this also came from. So I interviewed an author and a fellow therapist. Her name is Dr. Amy Ohanna about this topic. That interview is actually gonna release next week. So you're gonna wanna make sure you tune in to that interview because her and I talked about so much goodness around this topic of burnout. But you know my heart for these talk therapy sessions that we release at the beginning of the week, they're short and they're short for a reason because they're less about the educational piece. I do always include a a tiny bit of education, but then they're really more about the processing, that giving yourself space for God to speak into a topic. And so I wanna recommend to you her book. A lot of the stuff I'm gonna talk to you about is out of her book. Her book is called Beyond Burnout, what to do when your work isn't working for you. So you don't need the book to listen into these talk therapy sessions, but I highly recommend grabbing a copy. So as I said, I do just a tiny bit of education before we process. So let's start this week. The very first topic that I wanna talk about on this series is just what is burnout and why should you even care or even want to learn more about it or prevent it. So let's look at a few facts that again, I pulled from Dr. Amy's book. The term burnout, it originated in the 1970s by psychoanalyst, Dr. Herbert Freudenberger. I think I pronounced that correctly. And he noticed that while supervising counselors who work with people dealing with addiction, he would notice symptoms of emotional and physical fatigue that were impacting their work. The World Health Organization, also known as WHO, included the term burnout in the 11th edition of the International Classification of Diseases, also known as the ICD-11, in 2019. Let me just break that down for you. 
it means that burnout is serious. So symptoms of burnout, they actually mirror depression. They're very similar to the signs of depression. But Dr. Ohanna says that burnout's bottom line is disconnection from everything that is important to you, including your very heart and soul. I love this quote that she put in her book. It says this, when we are disconnected, we begin to equate our identity with achievement and performance rather than accepting and loving ourselves as the people God created us to be. That was a big mouthful. So I'm going to say that again, and I'm going to say it even slower because I need this to sink in for us a second. When we are disconnected, we begin to equate our identity with achievement and performance rather than accepting and loving ourselves as the people that God created us to be. My friends, I don't even have to ask you to raise your hand to say, can you relate to equating your identity with achievement and performance? I know I can, and I think this shows up for us in many different ways, depending on male versus female, you know, whether you're working in corporate or you are self-employed or whether you are your vocation is a stay-at-home mom, that all of those things fall under your umbrella of equating our identity with achievement and performance rather than accepting and loving ourselves as the people that God created us to be. Here's another really powerful quote that I thought that she said, and then we're going to go into a little bit of a processing time. She says, Self-care is not a luxury. It is an ethical priority. And here's what she means by that. Again, we hear that phrase self-care thrown around a lot. I know some of us even roll our eyes when we hear it. I feel like we're starting to get a bit of a better balance. I, I feel like people tend to swing one direction or another. They either think self-care is selfish and I shouldn't take time for myself or we swing way over the other way and we're like, I'm only gonna worry about myself. It's me, me, me. And we've got to find a better balance because I love how she put it almost like a charge of, hey, if you want to, to be the very best version of you that God created you to be, self-care is not a luxury. It is not a day at a spa. It is not something that you can maybe get to if you can find a way to squeeze it into your day. No, she said so boldly that it's an ethical priority. Meaning if I want to be the very best me to keep going in this call that God has on my life, I have to practice good self-care. Honestly, I've even replaced that phrase self-care. If you're not a fan of that phrase, call it soul care right? It's that act of connecting yourself just in, in ways back to you, the things that make you light up, the things that make you come alive, the things that help you to, to connect to your creator, to connect to your innermost being, things that just get you um, excited about life. And like I said, I'm not just talking about the spa days. I'm talking about the things that make your heart come alive. And you know exactly those things I'm talking about. 
Because especially if as women, we tend to let that part of ourselves kind of go dormant. Sometimes even we let that part of ourselves die when we take on all the roles that we, of caring for all the other people. And then we wake up one day and we go, what happened to me? Where am I in there? And I just want to give you that, that permission, if you will, to take care of yourself so that you have something to even be able to give to other people. So my friends, I sense that some of you are listening are either headed to a crash and burnout or perhaps you're already in it. If that's you, I want you to stop. I want you to take a deep breath in. Let that go and relax, knowing that God has got you. He instructed me to do this series for you, okay? So I want to finish today's episode, now that I gave you a bit of education, a very brief education about what burnout is. There's a lot more I could say about what it is. But I just wanted to highlight a couple things for you to make you bring into a present mind awareness that this is a thing, and it's a thing that should not be taken lightly if you sense that it's you, that you're either headed to burnout or possibly you're in it, or even someone in your family or friendship is in it as well. In fact, that's something that I discussed with Dr. Amy whenever I interviewed her. I actually asked her that question. What do we do if a loved one is in burnout? How do we support them? And she answered that awesome. So make sure you tune into that interview next week when it airs. Okay, so we've done enough educating for today. Let's pause the process. And y'all know me, I have some questions that I want you to reflect on. Here's my first question. You probably heard me ask this in other episodes. How is your heart? That might sound like a strange question, but just sit with it. How is your heart? Next, I want to know, if I gave you a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being, I am great, to 10 being, oh, I'm already burnt out, where would you fall on that scale? And I want you to be honest. If you are anything above a 5, I would love to just encourage you to please get help. And help can look like talking to a friend or a family member about it. Chances are, if you're above a five on that of like, man, I'm either already burnout or I'm headed to burnout. If you were to bring it up to a friend or family member, they would probably say, yeah, I've been noticing. (laughs) I've been a little worried. I, I guarantee you they would say, yeah, how can we help? How can I be there for you? And then, of course, you know, I always have to just recommend to you, if you do feel like you're pushing that 10, definitely go seek some help of a counselor that can help walk you through this as well. And here's the final thing I want you to reflect on today and throughout the week. God, what are you saying to me today about burnout? My friends, if God brings up a topic, it is not to shame us. It is not to make us feel worse than we already feel. It's opposite of that, in fact, is to lighten our load before we go down. I often think about that, you know, um, if you think about a ship that's sinking, uh, in fact, I think of the story of Jonah is what comes to mind for me, and they start throwing cargo overboard because hoping that, okay, we've got to lighten our load before we go down. They were throwing the wrong cargo over because really it was Jonah who needed to be thrown over. But here's the thing. I think we start doing that when we're going down, when we're sinking. We start throwing things out 
that really are not the main problem. (laughs) And God's saying, hey, would you pause for a second? Would you let me speak into this area of your life? Would you let me show you what is the thing that needs to change? What needs to be thrown out? A lot of times it's not people that need to be thrown out. A lot of times it is the stuff that's in our heart that needs to be thrown out. All right, so let me pray over you. I just, I wanna pray a blessing over you and I wanna just pray that the Lord would speak to you directly about this topic of burnout throughout the week. So Father, I thank you that you bring things up because they are on the way out. I thank you for that visual you just gave me on the spot about Jonah and about how we tend to start throwing things overboard without even asking you what needs to go. So Lord, even as I pray, I just um, ask that, Every single person sitting under the sound of my voice, you would quicken in their spirit what it is that's happening in their heart that maybe they need to let go of. Whatever that may be, would you just bring healing and restoration where people feel burnt out, exhausted at the end of themselves. They've got nothing left to give. We thank you that it's in these places is where you show up and you are strong where we are weak, Lord. I just pray for uh, restoration and energy renewed, hope renewed, sense of meaning and, and well-being in life renewed, and just joy that bubbles over. It's in the name of Jesus we pray all this. Amen. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. If you're a resident of Texas and you'd like to schedule a virtual or in-person session with me, you can go to my website, rachelgilbert.com forward slash counseling, and you can learn more and book an appointment there. Well, guys, that's all for today. I hope this episode blessed you and got your heart and mind open to just receive whatever the Lord wants to speak to you through this series on burnout. I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.